Welcome to the Breast of Everything podcast, your trusted resource for breast health information, support, and encouragement. Your hosts today are Dr. Eric Brown, Dr. Lindsay Gold, and Dr. Ashley Richardson of Comprehensive Breast Care. Welcome. Well, I'd probably say at least once a day that there are no breast emergencies except 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every phone call, Monday through Friday. So I think that we recognize it's really hard for women and men to have a breast problem in general. I tell people all the time, I know that you don't want to be referred to this office. You don't want to come here once, let alone multiple times. So based on that, I think that the three of us really, really try to make the patient experience better. And when we sat down to talk about how we were going to do this podcast and what we were going to talk about, uh, to me, it felt very important to be able to get our information out to lots of people who may never have the opportunity uh, to be seen in the office by us. I totally agree. I think we all experience the same, where patients give us information that they've heard, and in our heads, we wonder, where did you hear that? So there's a lot of misinformation out there, and having an opportunity to have discussions with patients, with other experts, and even amongst ourselves is a good way to dispel some of those rumors and myths and really bring the facts to light. Not only are there a lot of misconceptions, but patients also bring in a lot of bias and information from other family members or friends that can change their view on their diagnosis as well as their treatment. So I often spend a lot of time in the office explaining how their treatment plan and their diagnosis may differ from that of another lady with breast cancer and trying to have them be very positive about their treatment alone going forward as opposed to a family member that may have gone through a similar diagnosis. From a physician and surgeon perspective, I think um, treating patients with breast cancer is really unique. Sometimes I refer to breast cancer as a social disease. Um, because everybody really does feel like they're an expert. It would be exceedingly rare to meet a patient who did not know somebody who has been through the diagnosis of breast cancer. So when I see a new breast cancer patient, I usually ask two questions. How much Googling did you do? And who do you know that's been through this diagnosis? Because like Ashley said, people come with a lot of biases and misinformation. Very common for me to have the same experience with patients, and I have to let them know that although friends and family members mean well, they don't really know the specifics of their cancer. So just because cousin Betty had cancer and was treated a certain way doesn't make that patient's cancer the same, yet they are spoken to and advised as though it was. When I talk to patients, they... I I always let them know that friends and family will come out of the woodwork to discuss that the treatment they went through and their diagnosis. And unfortunately, I often compare it to a miscarriage that nobody 
Um, you don't sit around in the break room discussing a miscarriage until you've had one. And then everybody will come to your support and let you let them know, you know, how they got through it, how they were treated, how they overcome. And the same thing is similar with breast cancer. You when you have a diagnosis, people will come from all over to share their experience and their treatment. And all that that can be very comforting and have a lot of emotional support, but it can also cloud their judgment on how they should be treated going forward. You know, one of the unique um, aspects of being a breast cancer surgeon is really unlike most oncologic surgeons. Breast cancer surgeons are usually the first to meet the patient. So when you really think about it, the three of us each did five-year general surgery residencies and another year of fellowship training and additional training to basically do five operations. Either we're really dumb and it takes one year to teach one operation, or we've really decided to focus our attention on one specific, very important disease site. But being the first to see patients, we have to know a little bit about what our colleagues, the medical oncologists, the radiation oncologists, plastic surgeons do, because patients and their families want to see the entire picture and not just specifics to one of those five operations I mentioned before. Even though I'm not a huge sports fan, I almost invariably use the analogy that uh, we are your quarterback, right, for breast cancer care because we end up coordinating all the care, fielding lots of the questions, and I explain to them I don't give radiation, I don't give chemotherapy, however, I am in everybody's business. And I... I do love sports, so I need to steal the quarterback, but I'm more of a pirate because I say we're the captain of the ship. So I say we take control of everything. We lead you on your course and uh, we really guide your treatment as we're the captain and we get you to where you need to go. And I usually just say, I don't really know where my boundaries are. So I butt into everybody's business and give them the little bit. And I think it's really helpful. All kidding aside, you know, patients invariably leave the office after a cancer consult with their pulse back to normal, their blood pressure back to normal, and feeling like they can do this. And it's excessively rewarding rewarding to know that you can do that for somebody. So for us as breast surgeons, it really does take a dedication to make sure you're up on the latest in chemotherapy, the latest in clinical trials, what's new, what's coming around the corner, Because I think that that helps when patients and families know that you really have the broader picture in mind, they feel like they can really put their care in your hands. It's also a good time to, when you discuss all of the other treatment plans that pull in medical and radiation oncology, the patients then are very comfortable with you. And I often find patients come back to me with the questions regarding radiation, regarding chemotherapy, even after they've seen medical and radiation oncology. We've established a relationship with the patient and they feel feel very comfortable reaching out to us, even if we are not the ones delivering that medical treatment necessarily. You know, all of our patients will say, I feel so much better now. I feel so much, I'm actually more relieved than when I walked into the room uh, because we instill confidence. Um, we give them a plan moving forward and they just feel better leaving the office. I think one thing that we all do uh, quite well and probably differently than a lot of uh, other physicians in general, but particularly surgeons, is that we feel our role is to, like you said, Ashley, educate the patient. So 
I don't feel that I my role is to tell somebody what to do. I don't tell you what surgery to have. Uh, I don't tell you whether or not you should or shouldn't do chemotherapy, should or shouldn't do radiation therapy. My job is to give you the facts and educate you and then allow you to make the best decision for yourself. It's a common discussion I have with the patients with regards to making those decisions is I feel that it's our job and our obligation to the patients to give all the information that we know, all the pros, all the cons. I would hate for somebody to come back six months or six years later to think to themselves, boy, if I would have known this, I would have done something different. So the challenge on our end is to make sure that it's explained in a way that everybody understands with the pros and the cons laid out and the latest data and information as to why one treatment is preferred over others. And I do feel that's what sets us aside as fellowship trained breast surgeons as we take pride in making sure our patients have all of that information. We take the time in the office to lay it all out and it really sets us apart from others that may do breast care. You've been listening to the Breast of Everything podcast with your hosts and board certified breast surgeons, Dr. Eric Brown, Dr. Lindsay Gold, and Dr. Ashley Richardson of Comprehensive Breast Care. If you have a subject you would like the surgeons to discuss, please submit your suggestions online at compbreastcare.com. That's C-O-M-P-B-R-E-A-S-T-C-A-R-E.com. The views, thoughts, and opinions shared in this podcast are intended for general education and informational purposes only and should not be substituted for medical advice, treatment, or care from your physician or healthcare provider. Always consult your healthcare provider first.